Bang bang. Hey, do you like money? Do you like um investments? Do you like uh residual income? Well, you can get all of this and more maybe even at Bet with Joel. And uh Bet with Joel will send you the best uh advice in sports betting. And fill your pockets up just like mine, bruh. My pockets were so fat the other day, I accidentally... Uh, I got accused of groping, bro. Because I tried to just walk past a lady and my pocket touched her rear end. So, fill up your pockets at Bet With Joel. Use um, my link, betwithjoel.com slash ref, R-E-F, slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 550 and uh, get 50% off your first week of bet with Joel. Um, and uh, last night, it was a Friday night. And uh, we got up real nice, real proper. We had a you know little slump last week and uh, pretty much made everything back just with last night. So that's some pretty exciting stuff from bet with Joel. Now, uh, let's start the show. Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler. Cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman. Cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the uh, Magnum PI of podcasting, the the. Uh, the Russell Westbrook of podcasts, and we'll get it. We'll get into that a little bit later. But I got, I got a lot to fucking talk about today, man. A lot to fucking talk about today, because I and I don't. I actually don't even know where to start, bro. I don't even know where to start, cause um, uh, man, there's just there's so much going on. Let's start. We had a friend of the show. We had a guest on the show a while back, maybe like last year sometime, okay? 2018 sometime, Chet, okay? From Motherload Nuggeteria, okay? Nuggeteria, like cafeteria, but for nuggets, all right? Now, um, that's a funny word, isn't it? Nuggeteria, yes? Well, it's a made up word, made up by Chet. Google it. Fact check that shit, bro. I mean, it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but that shit right there, bruh. That shit right there, bruh. That is sourced. That word was made up by Chet. It's fucking patented or whatever the fuck you got to do. Copyright, trademark, all that good shit, bro. All rights reserved, bruh. That shit is Chet's. He owns it, bruh. You know? And we don't talk about ownership here lightly at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Because I'm not racist, bro. Unless you are. You know what I'm saying, bro? Okay, so... He owns that word. But check out... Check out all this shit that's going on. This town... This is Adelaide. Okay, Australia. It's a capital city, but it's small. It's only got one million people in it. Okay? So, um... I don't know if this live video is even working, but that's okay. That's okay. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know where to find us. YouTube, um, Apple iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, fucking... Um, you got... 
Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, Anchor, all that good shit, bro. That's where we're at. We're everywhere. We're taking over, bro. Shout out to DJ Khaled or um, Akon or whoever the fuck that song's by. Okay? Um, I think it is Akon. But anyway, one million people in Adelaide is a small city. And, and it's one of them cities where you still know everybody. Even though there's a million cats, I know every one of them. You know, so um, you slip up, someone's going to find out and check this out. Someone slipped up, bro, like I was playing Mario Kart and there was a banana on the course, bro. And they started spinning out and this place called themselves Nuggeteria and that is unacceptable. And so, and uh, Chet's like, what the fuck is this? So these people basically just jacked his idea and went, went running. All right, so they're fucking, they've, they've opened up a store called Nuggeteria and we're all looking at Chet like, hey doc, if you Google Nuggeteria, it's actually you that comes up, right? Motherload. And you can go to Motherload's Instagram right now and it's mother, L-O-D-E. Okay, so you can check that good, that good chicken nugget store out, but check this out. He, he mixes up his recipes and shit and you're getting like me garang chicken nuggets, right? And Karaji chicken nuggets, right? This place is jacking recipes too. Anyway, he, he posts a picture up because they basically stole the exact logo, all right? Except instead of having a capital N for Nuggeteria, they had little N for Nuggeteria. They jacked the whole fucking swag of Motherload, right? So he posts a a meme up saying when you tell someone to copy, uh, they can copy your homework, but not too closely because they don't want to get in trouble and shit. It was a funny post. He just wanted to make a joke at these cats, like jacking his whole, his whole swag, right? So I'm like, I look at this shit and this person comments on it and basically says, oh, get over it. Like you're not, you didn't like invent chicken nuggets or whatever is basically what she was saying so i write back right sarcastically i write back yeah i'm opening a mcdonald's tomorrow and it's not even a franchise like the big guys are just gonna have to catch up to me you know what i'm saying and i'm just like shut up and let the people eat their burgers or whatever whatever i said some shit like this sarcastically it was so sarcastic because you're not allowed bro to open a mcdonald's if it's not under mcdonald's it's stealing bro it's cheating you know how you're not allowed to run marathons bro and just like get in a taxi and drive to the finish line bro that's like this you're not allowed to just be something that already exists okay so like what if i called my podcast the joe rogan experience you know that'd be so stupid bro because I'm not Joe Rogan. And when you experience Welcome to the Potty, you're not experiencing what the Joe Rogan experience is. This is Welcome to the Potty. And, and I like it like that. Anyway, moving forward. Um, yeah, they jacked the whole swag. This chick rides back to me and she's like, yeah, 100% or whatever. Like, um... Like, well, I don't know what she fucking said. Something about like there being so many burger places and that's fine. There's enough burger. There's burger theory. There's burgernomics. There's all these burger places, but they're all not called the same fucking thing. Dumb, dumb. Do you know what I'm saying? Nuggeteria is a trademarked word. You can't use it. Call yourself Joe's Nuggets or fucking, um, you know, there's already a nug life, but like, 
you know, free hugs, free nugs, you know? Um, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what else to call it. Nuggles instead of uh, muggles, Harry Potter stars. And you can do like wizardry nuggets or some shit. You understand? You can do anything. That was just off the top of my head at Welcome to the Potty. And you're, and all you're just going to do is steal Nuggeteria, bruh. Get your life together, dude. My God. <laughs> Out here just stealing, bruh. And I'm just going to make a TV company and just start calling it Samsung? No, bruh. Do you guys even understand the stupidity? And imagine if you just at least did it in like Auckland, New Zealand. And at least had some geography between you. But you're just going to do it in the same city, bruh. That's some pussy shit, bruh. Get your shit together, man. Just stealing, bruh. Just stealing? Man, that's so wild to me. That's so unbelievable. I'm stuck on this whole thing. Like, I've got I've got so much to talk about today. And I'm just stuck on this because that's just so lit, bruh. Imagine if another podcast came out called... Welcome to the potty. I'd be so mad, bruh. Because people work hard to develop their thing. Like, Chet's been working for years to get um, Mother Load together. Look, hello, Harry Glenelg. That's another burger place just joined up. And imagine if, imagine if someone else... Imagine if I opened a burger place today just called Hello Harry. How mad would they be? They'd be like, but, dude, you're not a franchise of ours. We're suing you. Do you understand? So... Nuggeteria, get your shit together, bro. Because no, Mother Load's the only fucking Nuggeteria around here, bro. That word doesn't exist. Google it. Google it. All that comes up is Mother Load. You thieves, bro. Don't be a thief. What's up, Jay? Um, what else? What else did I have to talk about today? Oh man, I was feeling nostalgic the other day because I got up early. And um, went to the gym and I came home and I was watching a bit of Sunrise while I got dressed for work. And I was thinking, man, I remember I used to watch Cheese TV. Oh, Chet just joined. You missed out on the whole Motherload um, discussion, Chet. Um, oh, Elliot. There goes Elliot too. Um, yeah, you missed out on the Motherload discussion. I already had it. And the Nuggeteria whole situation and the thievery. You missed out. But I made sure to let these cats know. Um... What was I saying? Oh, I used to watch Cheese TV in the morning. They used to have like Digimon, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, and all the good shit before school we used to watch, right? And that's what we used to... That's what we used to actually communicate when we first got to school. And now we're talking about like, um, you know, Stranger Things. But I used to go to school and be like, Damn, did you fucking see Lapras use fucking, um, you know, water gun or whatever? Um, water jets or whatever the fucking attack's called against, you know... Fucking Venusaur. Yeah, dude, but did you see when Charizard started flying and he started like eating shit out of midair and all that good shit? Hold on, we got we got a comment here. Now that basketball is over, I'll provide oh baseball. Now that baseball is over, I'll provide a MLB midseason update and check my predictions. I like that. That's Elliot, the um that's the uh, official unofficial MLB correspondent of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um yeah, and so that's what we used to talk about was Cheese TV. But if you got up mad early in the morning before school, there was a show on called Aerobics Oz Style, right? Oh, dude. And there would just be like bitches on the beach or some shit like fucking, yes, and two, and three, and four, and five, and six. You know, 
and they used to be going. They used to get after it, bro. And I, would, I used to watch that shit and be like, mmm, and like, you know, check out their bodies and stuff. And sometimes, like, you know, I was a young boy and I was interested in some older ladies. So my taste was like, uh, you know, um, it was real, it's raining real bad outside right now. Um, yeah, my taste was, uh, you know, pretty sophisticated from a young age, you know? So I'm like, you know, seven, eight, nine, six sometimes. And I'm looking at older women. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that I'd be knowing, but I'd be chilling. Do you know what I'm saying? But aerobics, I style, bro. Sometimes, bro, that would make me sort of, um, excited to get, you know, to watch that shit. And I would be like, sometimes I'd turn on and be like, ah, man, cheese TV's not on yet. And then I'd also be like, mmm, cheese TV's not on yet. You know what I'm saying, bruh? But aerobics, old style was fun to watch. But um, sometimes like back in, and then like later in life, you start, you move away a little bit from Pokemon and Digimon and um, Yu-Gi-Oh! And um, what else did they have on that show? All types of shit, bro. But you move away from that and you start watching, um, I don't know, pornography, things like this. Um, what did I watch when I was in... Oh, Entourage. Remember that? Vincent. Vinny Chase. Um, Turtle. Drama. Um, and Turtle, by the way, he's not even fat anymore. He's in power. Um, that show, 50 Cent's show. And he's not even fat, dude. He's just walking around, G'd up from the feet up. And in one episode, his, his tie knot was... It was appalling, bro. And I felt like I needed to help him with it, you know? Um, but what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So you get a little bit older, you start watching different things. And there's a little bit more ass and titties in the things that you're watching. Then you end up getting sexual education at high school, right? And they teach you how to put, you know, roll a condom down on a banana. And this looks mad homosexual right now if you're watching the video. But that's what you do. You got to roll it down. Right. And I don't know what the girls class was like, cause we was all boys in there, you know, and we're turning chairs upside down and putting rubbers on chair legs and shit. And they gave us free rubbers in case we was going to, you know, get jiggy. Right. But when you're like 14, 15 and you think everything's funny, you start doing these ones and putting them over your head and blowing them up with your, no your nostrils <sighs> like that. And it makes a giant like condom hat or something, right? So anyway, I had a friend over at my house and we're doing all this, putting condoms over our heads because we finally got some condoms in our hands, right? So we're doing all this, thinking we're mad funny. Anyway, my mum finds an empty condom, empty condom wrapper in the couch, right? Couch cushions. And she's like, um, excuse me, Clay, what's this about? And I was like, oh, this is going to be hard to explain because I haven't had any girls in the house. You know what I'm saying? So I had to tell mum, like, oh, yeah, me and Matt, we were blowing them up over our head. I mean, you probably don't get it. You probably don't think it's as funny as a 14 or 15 or 16 year old boy does. But it's mad fun. It's actually mad funny. And so that's what that's what we were doing. And then she, I don't know if she ever even believed that story or not, but it was true. Um. Because maybe I would have bragged if I had had sex with an actual girl on the couch or something. I don't know. But I didn't. But parents always be fine. Because 
teenage boys don't know how to clean for shit, right? Every time I had a party that I wasn't allowed to have when my mom's was out of town, um, she found out about it because there was like bottle caps or something, um, you know, instead of there being water in the fish tank, it was just beer, you know, things like that. Like she used to always be known. Oh yeah. I shut the door, I think my mum's bedroom door, thinking, no, I'm going there. My friend, and I talked about this, I think, on the hump day episode this week. My friend eats out this girl on my mum's bed. And I don't even open the door to check when I'm cleaning the house. I don't even open the door to check if the room's okay. I just expected no one to go in there. So anyway, the bed's not made. There's fucking, fucking, you know, alcohol, cans of alcohol and bottles in, in there and shit. And so mum just comes home and it just looks fucking lit in her bedroom man how embarrassing for me and i know which friend did it because i mean he i mean he wasn't ashamed of his actions you know because she was she was a good looking girl and who knows um like what kind of um i wonder if these things still happen in in today's climate like you know because it's all me too-ish and shit so i wonder if you can even go down on a girl at a party you know i don't fucking know um, shit, what else happened in high school, bro? I sometimes think that acting would be super fun. And then I'm just like, oh, I don't have any skills in acting. And then I remember that I took drama class once in high school. Dude, and I was away the day that they casted the play. They give me the main part. I think it was Macbeth or some shit. So I got to learn, like, I got to relearn English or some shit to speak the language of, like, um, William... Shakespeare or Billy boy. So, so that was bullshit. So I had to, I had to learn how to speak crazy English and I, and I froze dude. All the parents came to watch. No, like it wasn't a huge production. It was literally in like this drama classroom. So it was like twice the size of a normal classroom. It wasn't a theater or nothing, but all the parents are there and shit. I go up there and I'm like fucking is, was, twas, near, you know, trying to speak this wild anger. And then I just gave up, bro. And I just walked off the stage. So that's my kind of skills in acting. And I'm in front of a camera now twice a week, but I don't have a script. I just, I just talk. I just talk and I just tell stories, bro. Uh, and then I sometimes give you sports updates and news updates, but I've been thinking lately, I've been thinking that there's, there's actually a lot of stories that happened, you know, like, like that story. Like, why would you give me the main part? They probably saw some potential. They probably thought this dude, this dude's charisma is so lit. We'll probably get by just off him. But guess what? I didn't want that part, bro. And then when I even tried to learn my lines, I forgot him because I don't, that was like, I may as well have gone and tried to speak spent, uh, Spanish or French or Spanish. One of them. I may as well have tried to speak an actual different country man's language because you're trying to make me speak like Bill Shakespeare, bro. I didn't even, I didn't even understand the context of what was happening because I didn't understand the language of it. So I'm just up there trying to say these fucking words, dude. And I had to bounce. I left and, and a girl did makeup on my face for this shit and then left without giving me like makeup wipes or nothing. So I just try and wash my face with water and it doesn't work. So I've got to wear my makeup home, riding my bike home and get home and help get my mum to help me take this makeup off. So I'm riding home looking straight up transed out, you know? 
I'm looking, and I don't mean to offend, bro, but like, that's what it looked like, bro. I looked transed out, bro. And I'm sorry to tell you that. I wore it. I think I wore it. No, because I think I was still a male, but she, I was like a villain or something. So I had like these big things here and like fucking all types of shit. And looking back, looking back at it, like there's no way in the world this girl became a makeup artist, dude. You know, like this shit was terrible. And I'm, I, I probably looked, I probably didn't even look trans out. I probably just looked like a gridiron player or something. I just had face paint on bro. Like I was, I looked like I had just been at the state fair or, um, you know, the Royal Adelaide show, you know, and got painted up or just like gone to the beach on a nice day. And there was just a face painter there. And I wonder if they've got, you know, um, some sort of permit to be doing that. Um, shit, bro. And also when you've got kids, bro, you have to be careful about what you're saying. Yes. To sometimes. Cause let me tell you this. I made, I played professional basketball, right? I made money from it. Okay. And I got there without once ever having to sleep over at a coach's house. So when your kid comes home and says, yeah, coach uh, Jenkins wants me to stay at his house this weekend. The whole team's going to stay there. Well, no, little Clay Jr., little Clay Jr., you don't get to go and sleep over at your coach's house because you don't have sleepovers with grown men because you're going to get diddled with. And I don't care how tough you think you are, you're going to get diddled. And if you're a parent, you don't send your kid to a coach's house for a sleepover. I don't care if the whole team's there. The whole team's going to get a train run on them. And I don't mean to be crude, bro. I, I honestly don't mean to be crude, but you don't send your kid into a situation like that where a coach thinks that it's okay to have kids at his house. Oh, you're an under 12s coach and you're talking about t- team bonding? Nah, son, go bowling and invite the parents. Sleepovers? Nah, bruh. You're a pedophile, bruh. You know? You're a Wikipedia file. Um, yeah, that shit's so crazy, dude. So crazy, man. Like, that's how you fuck a... That's how you fuck a kid's life up, bro. And then the kid's, like, embarrassed and shit probably runs away from home. Runs away from home, but doesn't even find another home, bro. So just ends up homeless. You know, that's what happens when you diddle kids and then they blame themselves because you're an adult and you're like, if you tell anyone about this, I'm going to kill you and God's going to send you straight to hell or some shit like that. It's so wild, bro. Man, I... Like, I'm kind of in the mood to just get drunk and play video games, man. I just got off the phone with my mum, bruh. Oh, she knows how to kill a vibe, that's for sure, man. She's She can be a negative Nancy sometimes, bruh. And I got off the phone and in, like, a bit of a mood, too. But, I'm, you know, I'm kind of... I'm trying not to take it out on you guys on the Welcome to the Body podcast. But that shit was... Man, sometimes she does, th- she does that shit. Sometimes she does that shit, bruh. Well, that's all right. Yeah, but if you, bro, I once saw a homeless kid. I've seen many homeless kids, bro, but I gave one 20 bucks once. And this is actually a story. I think it was, I think it was actually Lavelle's 18th birthday. We got turned up at his house and he like had a party and all this. And it wasn't his 21st because I was, I was in America for that. I actually missed his 21st. But for his 18th, dude, and I made a speech and it was the worst speech ever. 
I was just trying to embarrass him and I talked for too long. And you can probably picture that because I talk so much on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But anyway, we got lit and then we went into the city, right? On a bus. Everyone got on a bus and we went into the city to go to a nightclub and shit. Go to the nightclub, have a good night. I actually disrespected my ex-girlfriend's boyfriend um, that night. I think I said something like, I'm going to F your B or something like that, you know? Not fuck your butt, but fuck your bitch, you know? Your bitch. Um, so I think I said some wild shit like that. Like, that's how turnt I was. Um, I think I was going through an emotional time of my own. So I was taking that out on somebody else. Some things like that. That happens from time to time. But, um, so anyway, it gets late. I'm fucking just, just out of my mind drunk, right? So me and Steve, bro, and Steve's got a broken leg at this time. So he's on crutches. Me and Steve are just like walking, trying to find a cab or trying to go to another club or bar or something. And we see this homeless kid, bro. And I'm like, here, here, dude, take this money. And he takes it. And then I snatch it back, bro. I snatched it back like a, you know, see you next Tuesday and all that. Sorry for burping. Snatched that cash back. I'm like, hey. You're going to spend this shit on drugs, so fuck that. And I gave him a tenner instead. And I was like, yeah, take that. You can't even really buy drugs with that much money. So he takes the money and then I sit down and Steve's, like, Steve's laughing at me like, bro, that was savage. And then I just burst into tears, bro. And I was like, it's not fair. It's not fair. Like, why is this fucking kid? And I'm just like, and he's, and then Steve's, we're sitting at a bus stop. I'm crying like out loud too. Like these ones, <laughs> like that dude. And Steve's got his arm around me. Like, you've got such a big heart, man. <laughs> dude, people walking by us. Like, what is this homoerotic bullshit going on at this bus stop, dude? Anyway, I cheered the fuck up took off and we just went and we went somewhere. We went to like an abandoned lot, bro. And we're sitting there having DNMs, which is deep and meaningful, bro. D and M deep and meaningful. And then the security came. So we, we fucking jump, bro. And I, I carry him, bro. He's holding his crutches and I've got him on my back, bro. I'm running like this, bro. Like just running. And it looks like we're about to take off. Cause his crutches look like wings, right? But, um, but we didn't take off, but we ended up, we ended up going to another bar and just getting pretty much more turned than that. And we were already pretty fucked up, bro. And I'm pretty sure I got permanent brain damage from that night. Cause whatever I was drinking tasted like rocket fuel, bro. And yeah, I think I'm still hungover. And that was, oh shit, probably a decade ago. So yeah, that's the kind of shit that, um, that I get up to sometimes. And usually the welcome to the potty live, uh, live stream is 10 minutes, but I've given you like 27 minutes or something now. So you guys know where to find us. Welcome to the potty on everything. And, um, we'll, we'll probably, we'll probably see you uh, next time. Um, and what else guys? We, we got so much shit to talk about today, but how about, uh, money maker Mitch, you take us to sports. NBA free agency is turnt right now, bruh. So, 
Um, don't know if you guys already heard, and you, and you probably did. Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul trade happened. So Chris Paul's gone from Houston to Oklahoma City, and Russell Westbrook's gone from Oklahoma City to Houston. So him and James Harden are on the same team once again. And what does this mean? Well, they're actually friends. So that's a much better situation than the Chris Paul, James Harden shit, but... Um, I don't know if Mike D'Antoni can coach those two, and I don't really know if there's enough shots in one game for both of them to take. So unless they're thinking of making it 20 minute quarters, like AFL, I don't think there's going to be enough ball to go around for Houston. So even though that's a huge, um, you know, change up in the league, I don't really, I don't think it's that fucking good for Houston or for Oklahoma City. I think it's a nothing trade, really. Um, you know, if there's going to be two players on one team averaging a, double, a triple double, which is lit, um, which will be the first time ever, uh, but also, uh, I don't give a fuck about watching Houston play if it's going to be just two cunts jacking shots. Um, what else happened? Uh, dude, there was... Did I talk about Paul George signing with the Clippers? I'm sure I did. Um, uh, Jimmy Butler, I think, is at Miami. So there's another one. Uh, Boogie Cousins is at LA. Um, shit. Any other movement? Ah, uh, I don't fucking know. Women's, women's, USA women's soccer, uh, went back-to-back -back World Cup victories. First team to ever do it in women's. Um, so, they'll go for the three-peat in four years, I guess. And I didn't even know that it was World Cup time. Is women's and men's at the same time? Because I didn't even know. Usually, I... Usually I can't stop hearing about World Cup. And I've heard Nathan about the World Cup, bro. Except the women's team. And there's a bit of controversy or controversy. Or controversy. Or controversy about um, the women's team not getting equal pay to the men's team in soccer. And now, this is something that I can... I think I can fuck with this. Okay? Because you know that I, I don't believe in the equal pay in sports a lot of times. Um, because, you know... Let's say NBA versus WNBA. NBA men's, obviously, they pack out stadiums. They sell merch and all that shit. Um, they, they bring in the cash. So that's why the women don't get paid as much. You know? And so same with AFL and AFLW. Things like this. But with women's national soccer team and men's national soccer team, the women's national soccer team has sold the most jerseys like ever or some shit in jersey sales or in soccer. I don't know. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But then the men, uh, they, you know, they don't really, they, I don't even know one player on the men's team. And also, I don't care about them. And also, um, they, they're shit. I think they're shit. I think they're out first round all the time. Um, so equal pay or even... I, I, even for the women, unequal pay. And the women should get paid more than the men in um, the national soccer uh, program. So how about that? You know, uh, shout out to Bad Barbie or whatever the fuck her name is. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? You know, so I think that the women's, yeah, the women's soccer should for sure get more than the men because the men's soccer team sucks. And I'm talking about US only. Um, 
what else, man? I think, um, oh yes, football. Um, last night was a Friday. Collingwood played West Coast, so I think that was a two versus three match matchup. I think West Coast second, Collingwood third. Collingwood won by one point. West Coast didn't score. Uh, didn't score for the final thirty six minutes or something of the game. I believe, and it's all on source here along to the podcast, but let me tell you this, bet with Joel fucking came good last night, bro, and I, I got I got, I got my fucking money up, so I'm hoping that today he's also going to come good, and you guys probably didn't notice it because of money-making Mitch's magical editing, but I actually stopped this episode in the middle of the episode to get my, because I got my um email from Joel saying, get your tips on, you know, get your tips out for the boys. Um, so shout out to bet with Joel and you can, you can, uh, sign up to bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref, R E F slash welcome to the potty and enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's a five and a zero at the end. Potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week of bet with Joel. Um, and finally, uh, it's Wimbledon at the moment and there was a, Poll, like I guess they just ran around the streets asking people if they think, or asking men if they think that they can win a point against Serena Williams. And one in eight men think they can win a point versus Serena Williams. And one in eight men, I guess, have um, intellectual difficulties, bruh. Because I've played tennis against women that is not professionals, by no means professional. And hey, I'm not good at tennis. But I struggle to win a point just against, you know, your casual tennis player. Okay. Um, Serena Williams is not only the best women's tennis player in the world, but she's one of the best men's tennis players in the world. You're not winning a point against Serena Williams. Okay. And now if these one in eight men were, you know, pro tennis players, then yeah, okay, maybe you win a point. But this is just one in eight men. So these one in eight men need to get their shit together, bruh. Sort, you know, sort their lives out. Because you, there's no fucking way you can win a point against Serena Williams, dude. Bruh. What? Serena Williams, bruh? <laughs> bruh. She is one of the best athletes of all time. You think you're winning a point against her? That's like, um... That's like me saying, oh yeah, I think if I had 10 shots at goal, I could probably be, I could probably score a goal against, um, you know, the woman's goalie, the US woman's goalie. I doubt it, dude, unless it was pure luck. And, you know, I don't know what's harder, that or, or tennis, but dude, who's serving? You would have to get a fluke serve. You know, that she wasn't able to return. And let me tell you this, bruh. It ain't gonna happen, bruh. You know? It's just not even... It doesn't make sense. And the fact that this was even in news headlines for me to read made me kind of mad. Because it's not... You know, sometimes I talk a bit of shit about women's sports. You know? But today I've got the back of the women's soccer team and Serena Williams. Okay? Because I'm a realist. I'm not... You know, I'm not misogynistic, bro. I'm a realist. And that that means that women that play NBA, yeah, they're great at basketball, bro. But you don't bring in the money, so you don't get the same money. And that's just how it works. 
And I've, I've made this comparison before. If I'm in sales and Rach is in sales and she, she sells more than me, she gets more money than me. But if I sell more than her, bro, I get more money than she does, dude. And that's basically, that's basic math. That's mathematics. And it's not even bro science, bro. That's how it works. Basically, NBA players, they're, they're salesmen and they're selling tickets, dude. And the women don't sell as many tickets. They don't sell as many jerseys. Okay? They don't sell as many video games. So you just need to fucking think about that for a minute before you start talking about equal pay. But women's soccer teams should get more pay. Bro, and I'm still mad at tennis because women play less than men and get equal pay. So what kind of bullshit is that? Play two more sets and I'll happily be happy for you. What kind of sentence was that? See, I'm all flustered because it's bullshit. That's not fair, dude. I What if I go to work full time? You know, so what's that? 37.5 hours a week? And then some woman goes to work for 20 hours in that week and she gets the same amount as me for doing the for doing the same work but for less time. What kind of sense does that make? And let's not get back into this because I do this all the time. But um that's going to be our sports for the day and we're going to we're going to jump right into the news here uh Triple M if you don't mind. Um well, first of all, have you heard the song by um some rapper, I think Jay-Z, my president is black. Well, check this out. My Little Mermaid is black, bruh. They're doing a live action um, Little Mermaid and Ariel or Ariel or Ariel or Ariel is going to be black. And she looks like a mermaid and she can sing her fucking ass off. And then there's people that's mad about it. And check this out also. It's a mermaid, bruh. Mermaids are usually like green or some shit. Like... Hey, hey, to all the fuckheads that said it was racist that Will Smith had to be blue when he was the genie, check this out. Did you see the cartoon, bruh? The genie was blue. The genie's not a race. So yes, Will Smith is blue. So accept it. So black people stop complaining. And also white people stop complaining that Ariel's black. She's black and she's a mermaid. Who gives a fuck? Mermaids ain't even real. She'd be any fucking color. But let me tell you this. This girl's cute. I'm mad at her. And also, she can sing. Uh, she sounds like a siren. And a siren is a mermaid. Uh, if she was singing and I was on a boat, I would for sure start directing my boat towards her and crash on the rocks. Dead ass. She sounds good and she looks even better. Um, so, that's the first news. And I'm a little bit late on that. Um, but I kept, I kept forgetting to write it down every time I saw it in the news. So, now I finally talked about it. We're done with it. Um... American Airlines doing more fuck shit. Um, now, sorry, I have to get my phone out for this, but I saved I saved this one. Okay, so um, American Airlines apologized to a Texas doctor who said she was humiliated after being told she couldn't fly unless she covered up with a blanket. Um, so she was wearing like a um, what are they called? Not a onesie, but a jumpsuit. I think they're called. She's wearing a jumpsuit and this, and this woman is thick, bruh, with three C's, T-H-I, triple C, bruh, thick. And she looks good, bro. And she's a doctor, so she's got brains on her, but hey, sometimes you want to fucking bring that shapely body out when you're in the airport, bruh. And let me tell you this, I've seen some white bitches at the airport, bruh. 
with like mini skirts on, with no underwears, tits out. Bro, I was on a plane with a girl wearing a bikini top. And do you know where I was coming from? Melbourne, bro. You know what Melbourne is? Cold. She was wearing a bikini top, bro. And no one said shit to her, dude. This woman's, this woman's just wearing a, um, it's like a strapless jumpsuit. And they're talking about cover up and that's double standards and it's racial, bro. And I'm not a racist unless you are, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that's some bullshit. So that happened. And also I've already said this numerous times. Fuck American Airlines is the most uncomfortable airline to be on. And also people fart on it. There's, um, people have smelly feet on it. They don't like thick women, clearly. Um, sometimes there's ridiculous animals on it and I'm pretty sure someone tried to open the exit, the emergency exit mid-flight. So fuck American Airlines, get your lives together. There is, um, like something's gone viral with people planning to storm Area 51 after all this Bob Lazar talk. See, remember I talked about, I think it was Clay's Reviews. Bob Lazar and um, like UF, UFOs in Area 51 or whatever. Now people want to see Area 51. And I don't know why it took you guys so long to want to see it. Because I've always wanted to see it. Am I going to storm it on September 20th? No. Because they have shoot to kill sort of um, orders. Uh, and I guess like 150,000 people have signed this petition. And they're gonna, they think they're going to go do it. Hey. You can get busy living or you can get busy dying. And there's already a population, um, you know, crisis. So I hope they mow you all down. Deadass. You shouldn't be fucking with Area 51. Leave them alone. Okay? You're going to get your fucking shit blown sky high. And I'm not talking about... I'm not talking about that good, good slurp, slurp, bruh. I'm talking about you're going to get your fucking wig split, bruh. <laughs> How funny is that, bro? Like that's that's like what gangsters say about shooting you in the head, splitting your wig, bro. That is so funny, bro. That's so funny that that's like a tough thing to say, but it's like not tough at all, bro. <laughs> oh, I think that's mad funny. But if you don't, also fuck you. Um, R. Kelly has been arrested again on federal sex crimes. And we got to bury this nigga, bro. we got to bury him under the jail. I've had enough of him. Why was he even on the loose? NYPD pulled him up though and nah. This dude, I think we even might need to put him down. If he's, if he's really got bitches in his basement pissing in jugs and shit like that, like, come on, dude. I still haven't seen the documentary, but like, come on, fam. That's some wild shit. That's some fucking wild shit, bro. And it's unacceptable. It's actually unacceptable for that kind of shit to be going down. I keep playing with this pen. I hope you guys can't um, hear that, but I'll put it down. Um, dude, R. Kelly, bro. And he used to, he's got a song, and this is when we should have, we should have started calling the cops, bro. He's got a song called, I think it's either called Crotch or I Like the Crotch on You. And I don't think that's like a romantic thing to say. Um, let's just. Let's just go to YouTube right now and um, and check what what this song is and we'll we'll even play it maybe. And you know any music that gets played on the Welcome to the Potty podcast actually um, goes on the Welcome to the Potty playlist on 
Spotify. So you can always follow that if you like and listen to all those songs. But Crotch, R. Kelly. And they might have... I've actually... I'm pretty sure... No, it's called I Like the Crotch on You. Let's listen to some of it. And this should come through. I like the kind of short with big booties in them. That's and that's how that's how the song starts. Yeah. Oh shit, this is actually a banger though. Oh shit. I could get in trouble for playing this and my video might not even go up on YouTube, but damn that dude's fucking Bro, no wonder, no wonder you guys want to fucking believe he didn't do this shit, bro. Damn, he's got some fucking bangers, bro. But um, he, but the problem is that he is for sure a rapist and like some sort of sexual deviant, bro. So yeah, we need to fucking sort that shit out. Um, what else, man? Uh, let's. I think maybe Money Maker Mitch. We can probably move into Paul Posture after talking about um R Kelly because he is the epitome bro and i've actually heard someone try to read that word and call it um epitome and also make sure that you get an education motherfucker because it's epitome um uh so let's go to poor posture of the week poor posture of the week um okay so what do we got here logan county man allegedly driving stolen vehicle filled with uranium a rattlesnake and kentucky deluxe and i don't know what kentucky deluxe is but it sounds like this motherfucker was lit you know um guthrie oklahoma and we don't get a lot of oklahoma on poor posture of the week um and that must be because they're usually busy farming or something but sorry i had to sit up so straight bro my um my back this week has been killing me, bro. Um, two people were arrested after a traffic stop of a stolen car revealed the two had a rattlesnake, radioactive uranium, and an open bottle of Kentucky Deluxe. And that shit, bro, that is a recipe for success, bro. When you got a rattlesnake and some ra radioactive uranium, bro, I know what they're trying to do, bro. You ever heard of Spider-Man? Radioactive spider bites you. They're going to feed the uranium to the rattlesnake. And this dude thinks he's going to turn into a superhero. And he's got... What's the Kentucky um, Deluxe for? Well, he's got to um, sterilize the wound after that fucking snake bite. You understand? So, this dude... This dude is clearly trying to develop himself into some sort of supervillain, bro. And he looks fucking turnt, too. Um... Should we listen to this story for a second? Um, I should have... Hey, Alexis. Who has the biggest jackpots in Oklahoma? Oh, dude, I hate ads, man. God damn it. Um, but Rachel Rivera and Stephen Jennings, bruh. That's what their names are. 11 a.m. too? They're doing this shit in the morning, bruh? Oh, my God. That makes it actually that much more lit. Um... All right, what do we got here? This, dude, I hate ads on these fucking, I'm just trying to watch the news, you know? All right. Kentucky Deluxe. That's just a small part of how the morning started for officers in Guthrie. 
when a traffic stop oh, and was anything but. Resource Cassandra's treatment on the night beat Cassandra that really scratches the surface you found out. That's right, Jolene. With everything they found inside, police are trying to figure out just what these two had planned. There's quite a few unanswered questions. Police had no shit, bro. He said, he said there's a few unanswered questions. Um, I'll tell you three of them. What are you doing with a rattlesnake? Where did you get this uranium? And um, are you under the influence of Kentucky Deluxe, bro? And that's just three of the unanswered questions. But I've got more too. What were you going to do with the uranium? How did you catch the snake without getting bit? How were you planning on storing the snake? How much of this Kentucky Deluxe did you have this morning it's only 11 a.m where did you buy this kentucky deluxe and how did you afford it because you look poor as shit they, these are all questions that need to be answered i'm in guthrie in the driver's seat stephen jennings and passenger rachel rivera and someone or something else too in the back seat and stephen jennings looks like he needs something to eat and rachel riviera or rivera looks like she probably ate hit ate um stephen's share of the food another passenger it happened to be a timber rattlesnake body cam shows the moment they made the unexpected discovery police not really knowing what to think of the venomous pet and they're white too and that's why no one got shot um, and that's why they didn't have to turn off their body cams about the same time Jennings told officers he had a pistol in the console police also learned the Ford they were driving was stolen so now he's got a rattlesnake stolen he's got a pistol and it's a stolen vehicle this dude is turned bro and this is an evil genius vehicle uh, firearm and somebody under arrest that's not all next to the gun was an open bottle of kentucky deluxe whiskey and to top it all off a search of the vehicle revealed a canister of radioactive powdered uranium police had to call in reinforcements to handle it when that happens of course we call in um you know that is so wild, bro, and we don't need to listen to the rest of that, but thank you, Bryce, for sending that in. And um, Stephen Jennings and Rachel Rivera, bro, you, I mean, first of all, you should have got into the hotel business because Rivera is a hotel name, and Jennings, I mean, bro, I know a guy named Jack Jennings, okay? So stop disrespecting the name, and Brandon Jennings. You know, and Brandon actually sounds more like a name that would have done some shit like this. Like, Brandon, hey, Brandon, you got that uranium in the back of the car? You know, Brandon, you know, Steven, you know, Brandon, he should, he should have been called Brandon Jennings. And Brandon Jennings has still got gang too. And bro, if you could see the news reporter of this story, bro, man, I just started drooling. She's, man, she's a bad, she's a dimey dimey, bro. Um, but yeah, Stephen, Stephen Rach, you cats got yourself some poor fucking posture. And, uh, yeah, thank you, Bryce, for sending that one in. Um, what else we got here? Man in underwear arrested at animal shelter after fighting invisible ne nemesis. And this dude, this dude was clearly charged with public intoxication and also intoxicated on, um, probably that dust, that PCP. Let's, let's see. Um, a Berea man, and I believe Berea is in Kentucky, was arrested. And we were just talking about Kentucky Deluxe. So see how it all comes full circle here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, was arrested after police found him allegedly in his underwear at a local animal shelter, fighting someone who was not there. And that's turned, bro. Because if you've ever been in a fight with nobody, bro, 
that's the hardest dude to hit, you know? That's a lot of energy going into Nathan, bro. Uh, according to our news partners, Aaron Noland was outside the Madison County Animal Shelter in his underwear throwing things at passing motorists. And that's that's pretty turned, bro. I don't, bro, you hit you hit you hit my car with something, bro. I'm getting out, and you I'll give you somebody to fight, motherfucker. Um, court documents say Nolan was screaming at someone who was not there and was not making any sense. No shit, bro. You think so? When you're on that 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 PCP, bro, that angel D, that angel dust. Um, who was not there and was not making any sense. He told officers he hadn't slept in weeks and his heart was not beating. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it, bro. That's that, that's that dust. He's a little dust mite. And he looks like one too. Uh, Nolan was taken into custody and charged with public intoxication of a controlled substance. And, you know, I mean, as controlled as a substance is, it made this dude um, out of control. You know, this dude was... What's his name? Aaron Noland, bruh. And he looks... He's got no lips, bro. And he looks like... um, I don't know. He looks like a short dude that kind of wishes that he was tall. Short man syndrome, they call it, I think. Or small man syndrome. Or um, it's also called being a fuckhead. Um, but, hey, Noland, you fucking... Your posture... Actually, his posture looks pretty legit, like, physically... He, he's like this. For some reason, he's trying to look at you through his nostrils. But that's probably just that PCP talking. Um, and maybe also LSD if he thinks his eyeballs are in his nostrils. But he's... Bro, his posture is so terrible, bro. He's only probably five and a half feet. But he looks like... A number six. You got it, boys and ladies. Um, and who sent this one in? Um, Julian. So that's two guys. Let's see if we can get a lady... Send it in the next one. We got here. Florida woman. Okay, we're back to Florida, guys. We're back to Florida. Florida woman accused of urinating in shops ice cream maker. And bro, ice cream's the best, bro. And kids eat it. So this bitch is fucking, she looks like a upside down number, uh, number nine, bro, which is a number six. Um, Florida woman is facing time in jail after she was caught on camera picking her nose Sticking her hands in ice cream and later using an ice cream maker as a toilet. And that's a nice way to put it. And her name is Jung Soon Whipcha. She's 66 years old and you guessed it, she's Asian, bro. And I'm not racist, dude. Unless you are, you know what I'm talking about. But um, that's that's some wild behavior from a 66-year-old woman. And you're telling me to respect my elders, bro? The rest of the week with wet and wild weather, folks. So you better down the hatches and... So tired of ads, man. So tired of ads. And I'm sorry that you guys had to hear that. I'm sorry I got so explosive about it, but this happens. Okay. Play. Oh, and then the video is unavailable. Fuck you. You know, like, the video is just going to be unavailable and we still got noise from ads. Like, that is unacceptable, but... Uh, <laughs> Oh, so she tried to use the bathroom but couldn't get the locked door open. So she grabbed a bucket, used to turn the ice cream and urinated into it. She then emptied the bucket into the sink marked rinse, which is used for washing ice cream folding utensils and mixing bowls. Oh, and she's spitting into ice cream containers. Oh, oh, so she's unstable. 
yeah, we got to put her down probably. And I don't mean I don't mean to be uh, rude, but why why use taxpayers' money to rehabilitate? And I used air quotes just then. This woman because she's unrehabilitatable. She's fucked, bro. Um, yeah, bro. She looks like Mr. Burns, um, the Asian ver version, you know. So, uh, yeah, she nah. There's, what are you supposed to do with people like this? She doesn't deserve to die, but like, what, we just lock her up and use tax money on her? Put her in a ditch somewhere. Or you should fence off a whole state, like a shitty state, um, or a small state, like Rhode Island. Make everyone move out of Rhode Island and go elsewhere. Fence off Rhode Island and put some like wildlife and shit in there and people can just fend for themselves in that state. And they're not able to get out of the state because it's completely like walled in. It's like a huge jail. And you just put you just put people like this in there and they can do what they want in there and fuck them, bro. They're not coming out to fuck with us, you know? She looks like Mr. Burns. Um, and this is gonna be poor posture too. Suspect passes gas so loudly, Missouri law enforcement is able to locate his hiding place. So Liberty. What's MO? Is that Missouri? Liberty, Missouri. Law enforcement in the Northland relied on some basic sensors over the weekend to help them track down an alleged criminal. A spokesperson for Clay County Sheriff's Office, and that's my my county, um, posted a photo on Facebook of the search and added that while officials were searching, the person passed gas, and that's called farting. Um, so loudly, the sound gave up the suspect's hiding spot. You can't just hold that shit in, bruh. We've got to give props to the Liberty PD for using their sensors to sniff him out. And that's not funny. Um, but I wish they had a video of that. Um, but yeah, bruh. I, bruh, I've been on so many dates in my life, bruh. And I've never farted on one of them. Guess how many I've needed to fart on? Every single one, bro. I will go the whole week without farting. And then go on a date, bro. And I'll, I'll just be ready to fart. You know, as soon as I open the door or whatever, bro. And I just keep that shit in. And my stomach does internal farts the whole night like this. You know, and I just don't, I just don't even say anything. I'm like, oh, must be hungry. <laughs> Some fucking lame shit like that. You know, and I keep that shit in. And, and then even for probably the first six months of a relationship, I, um, I pretend I'm going to the toilet and I just fart in the toilet and I make sure I fart real slow. So it's not loud. I don't do these ones. Because sometimes you can hear people do that in the toilet. So I, do, I try and get these ones cracking. Spread my cheeks and do these ones. And, um, you know, that was, that was TMI. Too much information. But uh, Money Making Mitch, I think we got some listen to this fuck shit here, man. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. And I'm sorry that I um I forgot to shout out some of those people that sent in those stories. Um, and this story is pretty long, but it is fuck shit, kind of. And this is from David. Um, Finland hosts heavy metal knitting championship. Uh, and this is, yeah, Finland. Armed with needles and a yarn of wool, teams of avid knitters danced Thursday to the deafening sounds of drums beating and guitars slashing. 
at the first ever heavy metal knitting world championship. And when you've got a world championship, a hybrid event, that means that no one cares about it. So if you've got a heavy metal knitting thing, that's just a made up thing that anyone can win, bro. And um, yeah, and that's why that's fuck shit, bro. And that's why, that's why we had to address it. Because, you know, if something's so boring, bro, like, um, you know, water drinking championship, but then you turn it into um, reverse unicycle water drinking championship, then that's, that's why it's a championship. Because you had to add something to it to make it fun. So um, that's some fuck shit, bro. Um... Next, Aspen's dogs are getting high as fuck, or oh, sorry, high AF, eating the poop of humans who smoke hella weed. And if you've got, first of all, if you've got a fucking headline that says AF and hella in it, um, that's already fuck shit before we get to the story. And this is from somebody named Will, and we're missing out on a lot of, we're not getting many females this week, unless a female was one of the ones that I missed. Um, so yeah, first of all, my dog also doesn't eat shit. And if your dog eats shit, you need to, you need to address that situation, you know, like ASAP. Um, do, do, what do we got here? If your dog takes a dookie when you're out on the walk and you don't pick it up, you're a joke. But if you take a poop... While you're out walking, don't pick up after yourself and then someone else's dog comes and eats your fecal deposit and gets stoned off its ass because you smoke so much pot, then, well, that's just fucked up on a lot of different levels. And because of how long that sentence was and the language they used, I'm not reading any more of it. Okay? That's not journalism, bro. And so I guess people that smoke weed are taking shits and then dogs are eating their shit. Bro, why are you not shitting in a toilet? This is poor posture, dude. This is not even fuck shit. This is poor posture hybrid with fuck shit. Championship of the world, bro. See? See? It's all It all comes full circle here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And I don't know. I'm kind of mad at... Whoever sent that in, Will, I think it was. Um, but Money Maker Mitch, we we have some advice to take care of. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Um, now, what do we got here? Someone sent in. Oh, what's this? How do you deal with loneliness when you're not actually alone? is the title I'm 18 living at home with my parents and I'm an only child and I was am pretty sheltered was slash am pretty sheltered I have two main friend groups that I trust each group has three other people that I am sure I can talk to about anything and I actually do and I usually do share things with them and they do the same since we're all in college a lot of them are in different universities and all of them have varying study have varying schedules so we don't get time to hang out as often anymore. Modesty aside, I'm d definitely not an outcast in my university. Whenever I walk around campus, there are so many people that greet me and smile at me. People often comment on how many people say hi to me and how and ask how I get so confident, yada, yada, yada. Oh, you're so cool. Sorry. Um, but honestly, like... 
that was that was sort of a wild sentence. <laughs> like you, you just like, why didn't you just say modesty aside? I'm pretty. I'm a pretty dope guy. Like, what are you fucking doing, bro? Anyway, yeah, I feel. Yet I feel so alone. I can talk to a lot of people, but I don't feel like I belong anywhere. Everyone has their own group, and I'm just an outsider looking in. I don't want to intrude and force myself into their groups. I don't know what to do. Well, it sounds like you probably think you're better than everyone the way you fucking start sucking your own dick just then. I don't mean to be rude, but like, fuck. I'm pretty awesome, but like, I don't fit in. Sounds like you'd think you're better than everyone, bro. I also often feel like everyone actually hates me. Well, you probably fucking talk about yourself all the time, bro. You seem very into yourself, dude. You think you're dope and you're just worried about how lonely you are when you're not actually alone. It sounds like you just fucking love talking about yourself, bro. How about asking somebody some questions? Taking an interest in somebody else instead of your fucking self. Hey, this is hard truths here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast sometimes. Um, I know it's irrational, but I have these thoughts that everyone's only being polite because they have to. But in reality, they just want me to go away and die. You are a... Bro, I don't know about this fucking guy. Um, I don't feel like I belong anywhere. I don't know how to go about the problem. I, I think, yeah, dude, I think you either need to go see a fucking psychologist and sort some shit out. Um, I think you, I think you had helicopter parents maybe that fucking, um, protected you. You said you were sheltered. I think they used to, I think you're one of those cats that got a trophy, even though you were a loser, maybe, um, you know, you lost the race and they still gave you some shit for it. You sound like one of these cats. You sound very entitled and like you think you're pretty good and all that shit. And that's fine. Confidence is great. But if you're just out there telling cats how good you are and how dope you are and trying to prove yourself all the time, that's not hot, bro. You ever been on a date and sat across from the table and this bitch is just sitting there fucking talking about how good she is the whole time? Dude, it's not fun. I'm not seeing her again. Um, yeah, I used to be a model and I'm actually like really good at cooking. I'm really good at like drawing. I'm so creative. Um, everybody loves me. I've got so many friends. I've got 8,000 friends on Facebook and 10,000 followers on Instagram. And I'm fucking like, yeah, I'm like really popular. Um, I read a book a day. Um, you know, I make a lot of money. Um, you know, shut the fuck up and ask me a question, you know? All this superficial shit, bro. Just fucking take a, take an interest in somebody else. Ask them about themselves, bro. And I don't feel like you do that. You feel alone, bro, because you probably just talk about yourselves and people just sort of go like, oh, okay, and don't fucking engage with you, dude. You know? Fucking take an interest in somebody other than yourself and see how you go. And maybe, maybe I jumped to conclusions there, but I, just, I don't know the way you worded that shit. And that just mid, that middle paragraph about how dope you are, bro. Relax on that shit, man. Um, but yeah, that's all. The, that's really the advice that I have for you there. But I really just. That ain't no problem. Yeah, I hope it ain't no problem, bro. What else do we have here? Um, there was another one here about somebody quitting their job. Do I have to quit my job? Well, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, and this is from Harriet. Got a lady here. About five months ago, my dad passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Harriet. 
I was at work when I got the call and ever since I've gotten back to my normal life routine, I've not wanted to go to work at all. I'm 22 and work as a waitress. Like, I will be fine in the morning and as the day gets closer to the time I have to go in, my anxiety gets worse or I'll cry at work. Not regular crying either, just this painful sobbing, which I've done on multiple occasions now and it's just embarrassing and annoying to my employers. To scramble and find someone to cover for me. Will I have to quit my job because of the trauma of this phone call or will I be able to overcome it eventually? Um, I wonder how your dad died, if it was expected or not. Um, if you really have trauma, you need to see somebody about it. And I would maybe, yeah, I'd maybe just suggest looking for a new job. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't just quit it, but you're not doing yourself any favors, putting yourself through that pain, even though it's like kind of exposure therapy. But it's not really fair on your employers. Um, so have to fucking fix your shift every time. It's, yeah. You need to either get your shit together, start seeing a therapist, um, address this shit outside of work. You can't be doing this at work, you know? Um, I don't mean to sound harsh or whatever, but work's not the place to be taking care of this shit. You need to take care of it outside of work. Maybe you're not addressing it outside of work. Maybe you're not mourning, grieving properly. Maybe you need to grieve. Maybe you need to take some time off and properly grieve. Go to the grave, visit your dad's grave and talk to him and fucking cry, cry it out. Don't fucking cry at work. You got other shit to do. You got to take care of this shit. Um, but yeah, look for another job. You're a waitress. There's always work on. Just be a waitress somewhere else, you know? Um, and if it still happens somewhere else, then it's, it's deeper than the location of the shit and you need to, yeah, you need to see somebody. And that's all the, I think I'm being a bit of a dick with this, um advice today but I don't know seems like we got a couple of selfish people and I know you went through some shit Harriet but like come on man you don't just go to work every day and cry like you gotta you gotta get through this shit you said he died five months ago um yeah you gotta you gotta address that man what you got here um to do to do, do hold on I saw one before oh yeah this one's wow and this is from a dude. Oh, now this is weird. Now this is from Harry. Anyway, my pregnant wife claims her indif. No, my pregnant wife blames her infidelity on pregnancy hormones. What am I supposed to do with my baby on the way? Fuck, dude. For the last three months of my life has been a living hell. And that's not a very good start in terms of um, English and grammar, but we'll keep, we'll keep going. My wife uses her pregnancy to defend making my life a living hell. And she sounds like a really nice lady. Uh, alongside the consistent, no, the constant stream of demands during, my, or during the day, almost every night for the last three months, she wakes me up in the middle of the night to demand I make, buy her something she's craving. If I'm lucky, it's something we have at home Often I find myself making 3am drives to 24 hour gas stations or McDonald's despite starting work at 7.30am. And then Denny's just going to start his car in the garage next to me and just sit in it and leave it running so I can hear it. Um, this even included making me fly from Wellington to Auckland to get her a stupid bloody giant Big Mac cookie because the store doesn't... Dude, what? You got on a plane for this stupid shit? Nah, get the fuck out of here. I'm not even reading the rest of this. Get rid of her. 
your kid has to um, grow up with two Christmases, bruh. This bitch is fucked, dude. She sounds like a piece of shit. And I don't care that she's pregnant. I'm still going to call her a piece of shit, bro. That's bullshit, man. The, the relationship was honestly much better before she got pregnant. So maybe... Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about the... I found out she's been sexting guys she met on Tinder. This all started after she got pregnant and she's been blaming pregnancy hormones for making her feel insecure, horny, etc., etc. I know this excuse is probably bullshit, but fuck. I'm a guy. I have no idea about this sort of stuff. Hey, dude, I don't give a fuck how pregnant you are. You don't go on Tinder. Right, and also, you don't have any friends on Tinder that could have, like, gave you a heads up that your bitch is on Tinder? And yeah, I'm calling her a bitch because of the, her actions, bro. Not, she's not just a female, but she she is a bitch, bro, for that. You don't do that shit to somebody. And, I mean, what do you mean? What do you mean? These dudes want pregnant pictures of this bitch? I'd be so, like, I don't think being pregnant is ugly or anything, but, like, I don't really want to, like, get sexted, like, a picture of a pregnant bitch, no, you know? Like, my God. And I keep saying bitch because that's wild. Um, dude, hormones can fuck with you, but that doesn't mean that you'd be a fuck bitch, you know? Like, Maybe, are you taking it down or are you being an asshole about her being pregnant? You're not fucking her right, maybe. Maybe make sure you give her that good DR cut, but also, shit. I guess maybe, maybe allow this excuse once, talk to her about it, tell her she got to stop that shit, dick her down properly. And if it keeps going, bro, you just got to get out of there because she doesn't, I don't know, she sounds unstable, bro, but... Pregnancy hormones are a thing, man, but she just doesn't sound like she's got really good character either, to be honest, man. I don't know. That's tough, bro. That's tough. I don't know what to say about that, man. Um, I don't know what to say about that, but I, I, I hope for your sake that it ain't no problem, bro. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Um, what else have we got here? Oh, how not to put someone on a pedestal. Need some tips. Always been bad for putting people up there on a pedestal, convincing myself that they're this perfect person and with that feeling like I'm not good enough. Uh, it's really toxic and I want to really break this habit. Any help would be appreciated. Um, dude, like everything's subjective, man. If you're putting people on a pedestal, that's only you putting them up there. No one else is doing it, you know? I'm not telling... You're not coming to me and being like, oh, you know, I'm this this girl, Terry, man. Like, I'm pretty into her. And I'm like, oh, dude, she's the best. She's way too good for you. No one's doing that shit, bro. That's you doing that. And um, I think it's more... It's, it's Yeah, it's just some... It's probably negative self-talk. You're probably telling yourself you're not good enough, man. Let me tell you this, dude. You probably are. You definitely are, man. Um, and if they treat, treat you like you're not, if they treat you like you're not, you're not even saying that that's happening, but if they treat you like you're not, they're not for you, bro. People shouldn't be treating people like that. Um, but dude, if you're just convincing yourself, which you said it, it is, convince yourself otherwise, man. It's going to be a lot of, you got to be positive to yourself. You got to give yourself some love, man. That's all it is. And when you put someone up on the pedestal, 
saying that they're better than you. Why? Why are they better than you? If you if you think you need to be better, then be better. You know? Be as good as them. And it's not... Uh, you're not really saying whether it's like a physical thing or what, but if you think they're too good looking for you, they're not, bro. They're not. There's no such thing. People do like personalities. And if they don't, bro, they're called cunts, dude. But um, yeah, man, just... just Tell yourself otherwise, I'd say. We need that ain't to no move problem. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Um, and that was shitty advice. Um, oh, and Harriet sent in the do I have to quit my job thing twice. So that's the that's the advice. That's the advice done. Um and I guess we'll just do a real quick Clay's reviews, and this one won't be on Instagram. Comedy action or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. Um, yeah, so I watched Stranger Things. Me and Rach watched Stranger Things Season 3. And I've already sort of, um... Yeah, fuck it, I'll do it on, I'll do it on YouTube. Um, uh, I mean, not YouTube. Whatever it's called. Instagram. Um, best season yet. Best fucking season yet yeah, it's so creative i love the way it's shot i love the special effects the kids are great fucking actors man best season yet yeah. if you haven't watched stranger things watch it if you have watched it but you haven't watched season three watch it bro fucking watch it um 8.5 uh probably nine yeah bro nine i'm giving it a nine out of ten for stranger things um and that's it man thank you for tuning in to Welcome to the Potty. I love you guys. You know where to find us. Welcome to the Potty on everything. Um, check the website out for um, the Guest of the Year nominations. Um, you can see uh, our sponsor, Bet With Joel. You can see the charities we support. You can see it all on the welcometothepotty.com, the website. Um, keep sending in everything to welcometothepotty at gmail.com. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend and you get a referral bonus. So yeah, and when I say that, I mean tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Tell them how dope it is, how much you love it, how much you laugh about it. Um, and uh, then you will get a referral bonus. Just let us know that you told a friend. Um, and what else, dude? What else? That's it, man. That's it, man. I hope you guys have a good weekend. And, um, you know... This is Welcome to the Party, and as always, bung bung. Baby,